Wow. Wow, it's the illusion reporting from somewhere on Spaceship Earth. We're here for a uh, another sober Wednesday. We made it. One more sober Wednesday in the books. Look at us go. Yeah. This cup of coffee's for you. All right. As as we like to as we like owl as we like to remind everybody that this is an hour dedicated to those who are suffering from alcohol addiction, drug addiction, cookie addiction, sex addiction, gambling addiction, suicidal thoughts, mental depression, and just basic malaise in life itself. There's a solution. The solution is available to uh, anyone who chooses to uh, be thoroughly honest with themselves. So I asked anyone in the chat, um, I just make, you know, the space available for those who are suffering, looking for a solution. We, uh, we pull from the uh, 12 steps from the Alcoholics Anonymous. And um, sure. Yeah, it's a bike chain. And um, we go from there, dude, to eight months sober for Isaiah Approach. Good for you. There is no, there is no number, son. Oh, just keeps moving on, just like number. Yeah, it just keeps moving on. And whenever you stop, you will stop. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Ho, ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so like I said, this hour is dedicated to those who are seeking a solution. The solution is is Al. Can you get my glasses? Uh, never mind. I see him right here. I got it. What's up, Mike? All right. All right. Bike change. All right. Okay. With that, uh, with that said, we uh, we liked. Okay, Owl, can I just let me let me do my thing, please? Here, all right. So, with that said, um, the basic uh, the basic uh, process of how it works is laid out in Chapter Five of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous on page fifty-eight. How it works. Chapter five. Ready? You fired it fired up fired up to find out how it works? Cause uh here we go. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. Usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. There are such unfortunates. They are not at fault. They seem to have been born that way. They are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. Their chances are less than average. 
There are those, too, who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. Our stories disclose in a general way what we used to be like, what happened, and what we are like now. If you've decided you want what we have and are willing to go to any length to get it, then you're ready to take certain steps. At some of these, we balked. We thought we could find an easier, softer way, but we could not. With all the earnestness at our command, we beg of you to be fearless and thorough from the very start. Some of us have tried to hold on to our old ideas, and the result was nil until we let go absolutely. Remember that we deal with alcohol, cunning, baffling, and powerful. Without help, it is too much for us. There is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. Half measure availed us nothing. We stood at the turning point. We asked his protection with Kim and care with complete abandon. Here are the steps we took, are, which are suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn, to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as... Okay. Ow. You're interrupting. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Oh, the little thing's right there. Okay, thanks, bud. Okay. Um, we made a, uh, four, we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being. The, close the screen door, please. The exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for our knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry the message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Many of us exclaim, what an order, I cannot go through with it. Do not be discouraged. None among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. We are not saints. The point is that we're willing to go along spiritual lines. The principles we have set down are guides to progress. We claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. Our description of the alcoholic, the chapter to to the agnostic, and our personal adventures before and after make clear three pertinent ideas. A, that we were alcoholic and could not manage our own lives. B, that probably no human power could have relieved our alcoholism. And C, that God could and would if he were sought. Could and would if he were sought. All right. Um. All right. How's everyone how's everyone doing out there? What's the uh What's the plan? What's what is the plan of solution for tonight? Where are we going with this whole thing? What are we doing? Where are we at? What do you got what what are you guys about? Where are we where are we jumping into the game? 6:38. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Doing okay. Granddad's in the hospital. I get it. I get it. You pray for him. 
You pray for him, man. Owl, can you stop commenting from inside the house, please? Thank you. I'm spending time with my family tonight after work and hopefully going skateboarding in the morning. All right. That's good. That's good. No guarantees. Um, how's the illusion doing? We're doing good. Struggling with stress and one is one we could all benefit. Struggling with stress is one we could all. Well, all right. All right, Joe. That's probably as good as any. Like stress is part of, like stress is a real part of life, man. It's uh it's a real part of part of life. Oat melon man, uh doing got sweaty at the gym, cooked awesome dinner, feel like a million bucks. Hope everyone is doing well. Good. So like stress. Stress is stress is a real part of life, man. It it happens all the time. You know, and, and that goes into to un, the unmanageability, right? Like that's the stress thing is clearly laid out in step one, right? We're, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol. Call it stress, call it drama, call it whatever you need to call it. But the, the next after the dash, it, that our lives had become unmanageable. Our lives by our very nature are unmanageable, right? And, and it takes some... Uh, deep spiritual practice to understand what unmanageability is, man. And that's where, from what I can tell, the stress comes from, man. It's the unmanageability. When th- Are you stressed when things are going your way, right? Are you stressed during the good times? No, you're like stoked. It's like, yeah, everything's working. And there's kind of like a, a no stress when you're defeated too. Like there's just, you're all out of options. That's just the way it is. And there's nowhere to go but up. But it's the, it's the middle space between, you know, everything going your way and nothing going your way where all the stress lies, right? And that's the, the unmanageability, man, because it could go any direction. It could keep going up. It could go back down. It could go anywhere. And so to resist is to suffer. That's the truth. To resist is to suffer. But it's, all, it's also the thing of like, you know, life's unmanageable. You know, I look at like last night, huge blowout with the, uh, with the daughter about just her scene. A uh, full huge blowout, right? Because uh, it's stressful. There's an unmanageability. You cannot get people, you cannot get people to do what they're not going to do no matter what you think you can do. Like, like. You're not going to get someone to clean their room who's not going to clean your room. I, you can threaten them, coerce them. You can, you can tell, them, tell them all sorts of things. You can bribe them. You can be kind to them. I mean, it's like what's going on in this country, right? Or this world, man. My, uh, my teenager won't com- do anything to like... Do what needs to get done for her own benefit, for her own benefit. And so you try to, you try to, do, you try all sorts of different methods to get to it, right? And it's stressful because you ultimately the only reason that you're, you're even trying to get anything to happen is because you care. Because you know, you've already, you're, you're, I'm 52, she's 16. I know what life looks like to a, to a certain degree. And, um... Owl, please. And so you, uh, 
You can't, it's unmanageable. There's no manageability in there. There's nothing that can be done. That's why humans are tricky. That's why they say that you can't uh, sweat people, places, or things, right? People, places, or don't sweat the nouns, dude. Don't sweat the nouns, right? And um, don't sweat the nouns. Because it's, it's that thing of people are, it's very, yeah, it's super stressful. You can get stressed about the, the bills, right? So that's unmanageability again, dude, because uh, it's all unmanageable. It, it really is all. And my eyes are, I just took Al swimming at the pool. My eyes are super chlorinated. So my eyes are bothering me. That's unmanageable, dude. It's all unmanageable. I can't get the chickens not to poop under the table, dude. I can't do this. It's this and that and blah, blah, blah. And the crickets are eating my plants. And oh my God, the, the sun's zooming out in. Meltdown expected. It's all wrong if you don't know that Gurchop, then you're you're you know you obviously aren't around here and uh, it's not the right stream for that anyhow dude so um anywho anywho again it's like the whole thing it's just all unmanageable but what what you do have is it's all laid out here again to uh Joe, who was asking again, is is came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity, dude. Came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity, man. That's some real deep stuff if you dig in there a little bit. Like if you if you're stressed, right? If you're stressed, what are you stressed about? Your unmanageability, right? Your powerlessness, dude. Well, that's where two came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity. Stress is insanity. That's why you're stressed is because you're insane because you think that you have some sort of like control or maybe you have a, maybe you're, you're lacking like you, it's, it's again is maybe you don't think you have any control either or dude, it's, it's unmanageability. So the insane person thinks that they are going to, uh, going to get back into the game oh nice we got trolls here that's awesome dude it's all Gurchop. it's okay it's it's uh you're all good we just dedicate this hour to uh sobriety and people struggling with mental health issues dude so uh Don't don't sweat it. Um, if you haven't been around in a while, hope the windy city's treating you well. So so again is 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 because because us is um, we're suffering alcoholism, overeating, gambling, whatever it is that's unmanageable. For, and you're like so right. So so generally, how do people solve their unmanageability, their anxiety, their stress? Well, they medicate it. And, and the medication can be a mind-altering substance, dude. And giving us hands-on examples. Yeah, dude, what are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? Oh, man, I feel 
insane see all these successful people that I inherently compare myself and it's about alcohol weed was an escape in the past but again is 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 that's uh, like any comparing yourself to anyone is ridiculous dude because you have no idea no idea what it, what another person goes through so like I can give you prime examples so we got got into it with the uh, the teenager last night like full full battle royale I went in and and we talked because we did the tenth step right the tenth step com- continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong promptly admitted it so was I wrong about the the reason why we were locking horns no was I wrong about how that progressed and and where it went yeah absolutely dude I'm the adult in the room dude but I'm powerless I'm unmanageable I'm stressed I got I don't like what's going on I'm concerned I'm this I'm that so it becomes this uh, this brawl, and then and then it's that thing where it was funny because the uh, the daughter was like, "Owl is the golden prince, dude, and he can do no wrong." And I was like, "You have no idea what you're talking about, because that's absolutely not the case." And then this the it was funny this morning. Al was like on one, giving me just grief this morning. And the uh, the daughter came in and was like running interference. And I go, see, dude, look who's the look who's the golden one right now. It's 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 easy. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to think that other people are okay and fine and this and that, but you don't know what they. they they it's easy to judge someone as they drive by in their fancy car and be like oh my god they got it all handled or or the person with the beautiful partner oh my god look at them or the beautiful children or this or that but like underneath it all dude everyone's stressed dude and anyone who's not is crazy dude as truly insane dude because life is stressful dude there's the it's the human condition man it's it's the elements it's the whole thing right so so the only so again is is the uh, the stress right? Like I know that whatever it is causing the stress, I have to break the chain. I'm the only one who can break the chain, right? Came to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore me to sanity. That's the choice I have. The minute I admit that I'm powerless over whatever it is in life, I have the ability to find the solution because the solution isn't me. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, right? I solved my problem with alcohol, drugs, yelling, uptightness, anger, stress, whatever it is. Like, so I got to, none of that works because I know I'm insane. So I have to go to step three, which was made a decision to turn our will and our lives over the care of God as we understood him. Right there, that's the whole thing. There is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. Right? So I, I don't have any ability to really handle any of this down here. Like I may appear to be so. I got to go to God for, with all of it, dude. I got to go to God with all of it, dude. And that's... Um, stay away from benzos there, satanic. Yeah. And so, again, it's, it, the answer lies in God. Let me... Let me uh, I'm trying not to spaz out today. Yeah, just don't spaz out today, BB. Just relax, dude. Just 
just chill it, just chill it, dude. Just go to God with it. Just ask God to relieve that of you of that thought. That's really all you can do. So that's such a classic scenario. Yeah, it's pretty typical, dude. You can't look, dude. Like I, the standoff I had this morning with Owl. So talk about unmanageability. Owl refused to eat his breakfast this morning and was super mad and was like, I, and I was like, you have two options. You can either eat your breakfast or go to your room. And he's like, I'm not doing either. And I go, you get what I'm saying is like, like, once they, once the world looks at you, and goes, I ain't doing that, dude. Then, then what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, right? What are you gonna do? You gotta go to God for some answers. Good man. All right. I need to put some sticks in the tomato plant. All right, the chickens, man. There, they are unmanageable. I'll tell you what. You want unmanageability? Have a couple chickens running around your yard, dude. Talk about unmanageability, dude. So, anyway. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. We are all under most stress than we really need right now. Well, again, is, is stress is all a choice, dude. Like, you can really choose not to be stressed. Because that's what the free will thing is. There is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. That's really the answer to the whole thing. Like sobriety, overcoming any of the things is there is one who has all power. That one is God. No, I'll just leave it alone. I'll fix it up, bud. Okay. So again, is, is that's where we got to go. Because we, 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 if we're going to try to control this world down here, we'll be stressed all day long. Dude. There's, they're throwing, look. It, the disease, the dis-ease is throwing everything it can at us, dude. Yeah, dude, it's crazy getting sober and expecting expecting our survival skills, character defects to serve us. I got sober in 2015, wanted to fix all the outside status stuff to fix the bad, my bad feelings. But look, our like, like, yeah, I get that, like, but core, but like our survival skills are our survival skills. They're not to be, like, discarded. I don't... My, I have a higher understanding of my character defects. My character defects are quite handy. At the same time, they have to be put in check too, right? Like it, it talks about that too, is, is we're entirely ready to have God uh, remove all of our defects of char- character, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Well, if we're, if we're having God remove all our defects of character and then we're, the next thing is we're humbly asking him to remove our shortcomings, one of our shortcomings from my interpretation of it is our inability to use our character defects appropriately. So, so for me, like I always talk about it, one of my character defects is I'm, I'm super punctual. It, it can be a problem sometimes. Punks, my punks kind of punctuality can be... A problem sometimes it's it can cause me stress it can cause other people stress and so again is is humbling asked him to remove my shortcomings my shortcomings is my inability to to manage my character defect properly but my character defect is super functioning on in all sorts of places and times dude it, it's 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 this trying to find the balance dude kind of thing all right
Does anyone else have an uneasy feeling something big is about to happen? Yeah, dude, we're about to like deal with life at any given moment, dude. Does it, does it need to be, does, look, this is the thing, does, does anything else more extraordinary or taxing or tiring or, or big need to happen than just the next moment? Like the next dude, I was literally last night, again, the next moment, the, the last night, the next moment, sitting, talking with my wife, the teenager came storming in, dude, hot about stuff. One minute, everything was mellow. The next minute, it was a gnarly teenager, dude. And right from there, it went to code red, dude, to just snow fuse. Everyone was screaming at each other, dude, right? And then an hour later, because I chose to, to do the 10th step, I went and knocked on her door. And she was like, I don't want to talk to you. Please. And I go, let me just talk to you, dude. And we sat and we talked and we worked it all out. And she, what was her thing? Because she was like, don't, like, it's okay. I go, it's not okay. Like, you know, some of the things were said were between us. We're, we're very, we get very into it, as you can imagine, only a uh, stepfather and a stepdaughter can do, who are very strong-willed human beings, is, uh, you know, I apologized, and she's like, about some stuff I said, and she's like, don't worry about it. I go, no, dude, it wasn't right, man. I know it, it's, it's not, it's, and she was like, it's, I did, and I go, I got it. We're, let's, we're making it better, dude. And so teenagers are crazy, but like, they're just as crazy as we are. They're the, they're our pro, they're our prodigy, dude. So there's no crazier than we are. Like, they're not growing up in a vacuum. Owl's gnarly, dude. When he digs in on me now, he's six, dude. When he digs in on me, dude, that dude's straight squares up on me like mentally speaking I I know you love me bird that's I get that (laughs) you know what I mean so again is it's all unmanageable it's it's it really comes down to for me the stress comes down to how long am I gonna sit with the unmanageability how long am I gonna sit with the problem until I reach for the solution, right? The first, the first thing I can do is, is turn my will, my life back over to care of God as I understand him, right? Go back to God and go, okay, God, I'm trying to run the show. I don't know what to do. I'm clueless. You run the show, God. And then God there will give me all sorts of other solutions. I admit my shortcomings, have my shortcomings, you know, have my character defects, like all of these things. And then ultimately it's the 10th step, taking a, uh, an inventory of the situation and being like, well, what did I do wrong? Because again, is, is stress is a self-made reality, dude. Like you can't be stressed unless you're stressed. It's not, nothing else is making you stressed but yourself. Like, yeah, the bills pile up, the cars get flat tires, the children tell you to kick rocks. The chickens poop right where you cleaned it up five minutes before. You know, blah, 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 dude. And think about it. Think about all those times that, that like, you've been in a situation 
like that and you weren't stressed. How many times were like, how many times were you not stressed about the car getting the flat tire? How many times was I not stressed about where the chicken pooped? How many times was I not stressed the teenager decided to not clean her room and leave, leave food in there? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a choice. That's the sickness of it all. That's, that's why many of us choose to not choose and instead go to drugs, alcohol, food, relationships, gambling, depression, all this stuff, right? We choose to instead of like going, okay, we're powerless. Like we could choose the other way too. We could definitely be like, like... The other choice, the other choice is to go like, I'm powerless, dude. Like, let God run the show. Let me do what I can do to fix the situation. The, uh, the other choice is let me just anesthetize. Let me just escape. Let me run away. Let me just get some sort of brain chemistry covering for my powerlessness of it, you know? And so it's, uh... One day at a time, that's right. Jay, thanks. One day at a time, man. And so, it's tricky. It really is. It really is tricky. 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 So there's my there's my my talk about stress. What do we got? What do we got going on here, man? You guys want to roll off some times, some. Uh, some some whatever 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 is uh thank you timekeeper yes thank you um well look it's not even the thing is like when someone when your people are in a hospital or like there's things that in life that are like straight up stressful because it's just unmanageable it's not even anything to do with our choices or anything it's just like yes your grandparents in the hospital that's stressful you have some like sometimes life's just gnarly dude and again is it's uh it's this weird moment where you go okay like what can I do about it there's a theory how you mellow out after you turn 32 I don't know I didn't mellow out 32 32 I was when, was I when I went crazy I think dude I finally decided to get educated after working a job that wasn't for me there you go it's it's a lot of it's a lot of things, man. Is is it's not easy, dude. None of this is easy at all, man. Hard doing art. Yeah, Al, it's hard doing art, dude. Hamish, I can't express how much your live streams have been a light in my life. Homeschooling is something that has been on my radar. I'm twenty one year old female. L-O-E, yeah, yeah. I'm about to make a big video about the homeschooling thing, for sure. Look, it's, it's, yeah, okay. It's, it's, there's, there's a perfect, 
perfect example of of the the unmanageability. Okay, like 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 when we just tie that into the thing as a sober dude, right? Sober with 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 a child and homeschooling and all the madness going on is at first it seemed to be a very daunting task. It's going to be super daunting task. I don't know how I'm going to do it, dude. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And 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 uh, what am I doing? Ah, like how am I going to do it? And then then you go, "Okay, I can I can kick the keep kicking the can down the road, dude." I'm going to keep kicking the can down the road. Everywhere is California at this point, Girl Shop. It's all California, bro. Trust me. Who do you th- who do you think setting the pace, man? And uh, any and so you get to this thing and you realize that that okay, like it, like a lot of stress was about this thing a while back that was going on, and I was like, ah, and the walls were closing in, and then you're like, how? What am I going to do with the children and the children and the children? And then you go, okay, like let me turn it over to God, and God's like ultimately like you're going to homeschool your children, dude. And here's how you're going to go about doing it. And then you're like, it's overwhelming. It's daunting. And and you make one step at a time. You go one step forward at a time. You can't go two steps because you got to still take one step, right? Like, so you got to always take one step. That's the only way it works, right? Is one step at a time, one day at a time. So you take the first step was like asking, I don't know, asking some other people. And then you, then I t- you type in some stuff in the, in the computer and you're like, oh, that's all it takes. And then you, you go over and you, you find a, a homeschooling community and you're, you find out that there's a homeschooling community in your thing. A bunch of other people have done it before because the one thing that I know is, is left to my own devices I'll fail, man. Like I'll totally fail. But, but the minute I asked for help, so to speak, the minute I started asking God for help, the universe for help, other people for help, the solution arrived. The, the, the thing that was causing stress was my inability to manage my own inability to manage. If, if that makes any sense. It, it, it and then you find the solution and you're like oh it's been here all along and I'm truly blessed for the calamity to get me here because life's way better doing this than it would be doing it the other way right like once you once you get there you realize homeschooling's the greatest gift ever and so it's hard but it yeah I'm, okay, Jay, I'm trying to learn not to let the little things give me a reason to drink. It sounds stupid. No, that's where it all is, dude. It's all about the little things. Look, dude, it's it's the shoelaces, dude. It's the speed square. It is the small things. that That's what I mean. That's where you have to imply the unmanageability. It's it's not being able to find your car keys, dude. It's It's... it's it's tying your shoes and you're running late and the shoelace breaking. It's not the big things, dude. The, uh, the airplane crashing in your backyard, the, the, the car wreck on the highway. Like, yeah, we know what to do. We, we go into like, we go into these modes where like our higher reality takes over. It's the little things. It's, it's, it's walking into the kitchen again and there's like dirty dishes and you're just like, ah, again, or, 
or realizing like, oh, you like, like, all right. Like one thing that like always stresses me out is like, like having to change the water bottle. I hate it. I don't know why. It just annoys me. It's really not that big of a deal, dude. But like the minute I see that the water went down below the thing, it just stresses me out for a little bit. And I'm like, eh, but then I go, okay, the answer to that stress is just to go do it, like, and get it done instead of staring at it, being like, ah, and, and, and really with the little things is, all right, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, Che, this is your, this is, I had to go back to the beginning. This is your code. This is for you, Che. Halt. It's called halt. When the little things are getting you stressed, when the little things are getting you stressed, halt. And that means stop what you're doing and ask yourself if any of these things are part of your reality. Halt stands for hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, right? Or you could have any one of these things going on, or you could have a combo of all four of them, possibly. Being hungry is one thing that we overlook constantly, especially as recovering alcoholics and addicts, is eating, proper nutrition. I know for a fact that 90% of my mid-afternoon problems can be caused because I didn't eat anything for lunch. Like, I didn't really have a lunch. I'm a little annoyed right now just because I'm, I'm hungry. I just want to make dinner, right? Tired? Proper sleep is hugely important. And, and in the early sobriety, many people don't sleep properly. They're stressed because they're developing new neural paths. They have a lot of guilt and shame. There's a lot going on. Hungry, angry. It's just easy to get angry, dude. Like, so, you know, and the anger is usually because you're hungry or you're tired. And loneliness, like loneliness will do it to you. So, so Che, when the little things are getting you stressed, just halt for a moment and ask yourself, did you sleep well? Did you, have you eaten anything? Are you angry? Are you tired? And if you answer yes to any of those or all of those, you can change your reality. You can go eat something. You can go hydrate. You can call somebody, right? Like if you're lonely, you can be of service. You can call another alcoholic, another addict and go, hey, how are you doing today? Like what's going on with you, dude? Like, what's your story, man? Like, you okay? Get you out of your head, dude. Get you out of the little problem that's making you crazy, dude. Angry, if you can just look at that and just ask God to remove the anger. Like, just the fact, that I'll tell you the weird thing about anger is the minute you acknowledge it, it almost starts to fade. The minute you go, I'm angry. Like, anger seems to exist in the void of self-realization. Like the minute that you realize you're angry, it almost starts to fade away, dude. And so you, you get, you, and then tired, dude, maybe just relax. Take a rest. Yeah, wisdom from inside. Take a rest, man. All right, here's, here's, you're going to get my, um, that's why I keep my gas tank full, dude. I get anxiety when the gas tank goes below a quarter tank of gas. It's just something I can't do. Yeah, you keep your gas tank full. You learn all these things. I remember like when I was first dating my wife, she used to like keep her like 
I always was always stopping at the gas station and putting in like 10 bucks or whatever. I go, what's this all about? She's like, it was the exact opposite. It was like, I'm always, you know, I'm stressed for money and this and that. And I go, let me tell you something, dude, just fill your tank up because it doesn't matter in the long run. And I go, I go, odds are that you're spending more time and more gas filling up your car. So just, if you want to, if you want to have more gas in your tank, just fill it up because you're, you're going to do it anyhow. So it's this weird thing where, uh, where, where again, we all humans do all sorts of things to make their life difficult, dude, all day long. So, uh, back to, uh, Marco, what's the first step to success? Taking it. It's the first step, dude. That is the first step is taking the first step, whatever that is. You can't be successful if you just sit there, dude, that, that is uh halt. Got it. You got that chair. Yeah. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired, man. It's it's the key. It's it's what saved my life in the beginning, dude. Um. Yeah. I I don't I don't stop at the gas station unless I'm filling it up all the way to the top, baby. It's pointless not to, dude. I mean, unless you don't unless you're counting change, dude. But so yeah, man, did the the key to it like all right, it's like all right, back to you, Marco. Like, like the it, the key to success is like the key to sobriety, dude. You can't you can't get sober if you don't take step one, dude. Right? It's it's like anything. Like, what's your first key to success? Is like making a move, man. Like doing it, dude, and being willing to fail, right? Because it says there, right there, right in the thing, right in the text. Uh, where is it, dude? No one among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. We are not saints. The point is we are willing to grow along spiritual lines, dude. Basically means you're going to fail at all this stuff constantly, dude. The key to success is the willingness to fail. Like, and I know most, it's, it's so, but all the people, the greatly successful people will tell you that like, that's how they got successful. They weren't afraid to fail, man. And sobriety is the same way too, dude. Like, if you think you're going to have perfect sobriety, like, well, what is that? Since it's not about drinking or using, it's like, what is that? Like, you just got to drink or use no matter what. That's your goal. All the, the chaos you cause and trouble and stress and arguments and blah, 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 and life, life, life. You've, you can fix all that, but you can't fix any of it if you get loaded, dude. You know, that's, that's the thing. Like, it's funny. I talk to a lot of people. It's like, they just, they crack and then they're back to, uh, back to zero, dude. I became sober unintentionally and it started from skating. All right, great. Good. All right. 1700. Right, Marco? You get it? Yeah, that's it. And and then. Look, is what is success, dude? Like again, is is it's like what is sobriety? Like to me, they're the, they're the same. 
Same thing, dude. It's about having, like, contentment. Like, it's all about being content. Just a second. Those unmanageable chickens, man. I'll leave them on. They're fine. They're fine, Owl. Uh, when you get quit letting getting loaded, your problems get cut in half. The other half of your problems you get to work on for the rest of your life. Yeah, dude. Well, that's, I think there's a weird, I, again, it's like it's that whole weird where people, people think that the drugs and alcohol were the problem, dude. They, they, they never were the problem. The problem was how we perceive ourselves in this reality, dude. The problem is us. That's what you find out. The problem wasn't the drugs and the alcohol. The problem was, was our interaction with the world around us, man. And we were using the drugs and alcohol to have some sort of weird control over something we can't control. And so, you know, for those who think they can just, just get sober without doing the work, it's very, uh, it, it, it doesn't work like that, dude. It's crazy how far for a long time I was drinking and using to escape the problems caused by drugs and alcohol. Well, that's, that's the, the trip. Like that's the self fulfilling prophecy or the, the loop of it, right? Like you, you get, you use drugs and alcohol to solve the problem, which was, I don't know, maybe in the beginning it was like high school stuff. I just want to talk to girls. I just want to be popular at the keg or, I don't know do kids even do keggers anymore. I don't know what kids do anymore. And, uh, you know, so you use this thing to, f- because it worked. Let's, let's be clear, man. Like, I, I, that's the thing that I think gets a little bit of like, like, I don't have any regrets about it. It worked. The drugs and alcohol, they worked, man. But the problem was, once they took care of the initial thing, they created their own world, their own negative feedback loop, right? Like, so the drugs and alcohol worked in the beginning. Yeah, dude, like, yeah. And then it just led to one problem and then the drugs and alcohol needed to cover up all these, like, escal- cascading problems. Like, so you you get back down to these these root things. It's like, okay, yeah, it's, you get sober, you're not you're not getting arrested and DUIs and, you know, punching people in the face or getting punched in the face. You're not doing all sorts of things that you were doing when you were loaded. So it gets down to your root problems. Oh, well, my root problem was that, you know, I didn't know how to talk to people, dude. I was, you know, a hermit. I was this, I was that, I was this, I was that. And, uh, You're on unknown, you're on like full zero tolerance. And um, 
Yeah, whatever. 1337, a frontside grind is better than any. Yeah, it doesn't, it's irrelevant, dude, to the, the beverage, dude. You obviously don't, don't suffer the alcoholic experience or the drug addict's experience because none of that stuff matters, dude. That's, that's again, the thing is, is you don't know till you know. You only know if you know. So, Again, it's it's that thing is, yeah, I don't know what it's like to be overweight. I don't know, dude. But I, I will tell you that, that someone eats too much and is heavy. But I'll tell you what, like, in the end, it's that, that addiction to food outweighs anything, dude. Excuse the pun. And, and same with gambling and, and sex addiction and addiction to pornography and, and, all, and video games and all that stuff. At a certain point, all the, all the good things in life just don't have any power over the addiction because the addiction is, is overshadowed it by its, its ability to, to disguise it. It's just another thing that it's just another problem. Oh, I have front side grinds. Like, ah, oh, it's just another problem, dude. Like, I don't grind anymore, dude. I just keep doing whatever it is I'm doing, man, you know? So I think that's a little bit of that weird... Like, if you understood, you would understand that, like... No front side grind's gonna get you out of, out of your addiction issues, dude. You'll get to the point where, like, you would never want to sacrifice your front side grinds again because you're wholly aware that they could disappear in a heartbeat, dude, if you got loaded again. Like, I have no, no misconceptions about that. Like, that's what I'm saying is, like, I have no misconceptions about the powerful, cunning nature of alcohol and drugs and all these addictive things. Like, once, the, once, once you start down the slippery slope... It's game over, man. And then you got to do it all over again. What do you got, Bird? Is this this? your new piece of art? Yeah, let's see your new piece of art. No, no. I didn't do all this. This art's going to be for Daddy. Awesome. Act Oh, just so you know. Activities you over. See that right there? That's gold. Yeah. Yeah, but I, what I would say is is shit face. That makes sense if you're like working the the you're working the program. If you're truly trying not to drink, dude, like you can't skate away from it, dude. Like, sure, you can busy. Look, I, I'll tell you the story. I when I. This is what I've noticed from my experience as, as a recovering alcoholic. Those people that went to the gym, right? The, the uh, activities thing, went to the gym instead of going to meetings. They all got loaded, dude. The people that didn't go to the meetings and didn't work the program and instead went skateboarding, surfing to the gym, bike riding, whatever it is, they all got loaded, dude. It's those who are willing to sacrifice the, the activities for the greater 
mission, which is to alleviate yourself of your own personal bondage, dude. And where do you do that? You do that with a bunch of people that speak your language, dude. I'm just saying, like, yeah, there's a super, there's a sober skateboarders meeting, like, on Sunday mornings. Like, you can go there and do a meeting and then go skate Stoner Park and the whole thing. And But again, like, the meeting's before the skateboarding. You get what I'm saying? Like, like you have to be willing to put the process of what sobriety is ahead of the activities because the activities can't save you. I'll be super like upfront about that. Like they can mask it. They're no different than anything else, dude. Replacement, replacement strategy is, is good. If you got something really like solid to replace with, which is, is usually God. So yeah, go, go, Go frontside grind as long as you've met with your group of people and your fellowship and you've taken care of the, the things that you have because skating your problems away won't get rid of step four made a fearless and searching moral inventory of ourselves. Like, sorry, like in order to truly get sober, you do need to make a fearless and thorough searching inventory of yourself so that you can get rid of your bag of garbage, dude. So that you can give your bag of garbage to God and to another human being and then get real free to go skating, dude. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like, you got to handle the first thing first. And most people seem to, like, I'm, like, I don't know, man. I just, I just seen a lot in 11 years of sobriety, bro. And I'll tell you what. Those who didn't keep their eyes on the prize and thought they could just go over there and do something they tend to they tend to lose it all, dude. So be warned. Be warned, man. It's gnarly, dude. It ain't easy, man. But I, I got you, dude. Stay with it, shit faced. <laughs> Uh, loneliness is scary. No, it's not, dude. That's that's just your mind talking. The goal is to truly appreciate. You're you're a a. You're never alone because God's always there with you. And B, you're always alone, dude, because none of these people will ever be there with you, dude. You can you can't. You can't fill that God-sized hole with some chicks, some dudes, some, so a bunch of people. Like the, the greatest gift I got in sobriety was the ability to be by myself, dude. Good for you, Flex. 60 days sober, dude. Yes. Yeah. What do you like? Core, like it's like core, like, yeah. I get it like it's that thing like, yeah, you can skate all day. What what happens when you roll your ankle or get your heel bruised and then you're then you can't skate for, for a month? Like I've had all that, dude. I had to sit it out. I had two years with the with the tore up back, dude. Like, I don't even know how I got through that whole back thing, dude. That was brutal, dude. That was brutal, dude. And so it, it's again, it's, it's this thing where the one thing you, the one thing you got to learn to love is yourself, man. If you can't learn to love yourself as God, like try to love yourself like God loves you, dude, like no one else is ever truly going to love you, dude. You can lie to yourself and find someone who will, who will love your lie. 
but they don't really love you because they don't really know you. If you don't love yourself and you don't truly know yourself, how do you expect anyone else to, dude? That's the gig here. That's what this sobriety thing's all about is taking a real deep look in the mirror and being like, God, I got to love that. Whoa. And then you realize God loves it. Why can't you? Why can't you do what God did for you, man? So anyway, as we bring this this towards the end, towards the home, I want to remind anyone who is suicidal to please call the, uh, the suicide prevention hotline. Call somebody. Call anybody. Just ask someone for help. Your life's important. There's a lot of people that are that are taking themselves out right now because they feel hopeless, they feel despair. There's no need to, dude. You know, overdose deaths went up like a hundred, like some sort of crazy percent. 60,000, 30,000 extra people died last year from, from addiction to opiates, dude. Dead, dead. So if you're struggling, dude, this is a life and death reality. And so... Please call someone and call a hotline. You can call anywhere in the United States of America. You can call a one eight, uh, an AA central office. There's a central office in your city or the big city near you that you can call and say, help, I don't want to die tonight, dude. And literally, it's that serious. Like, especially if you're struggling with the opiates thing right now, like, it's pretty serious. We lost a lot. We lost 30,000 extra people last. 90,000 people died last year from opiates, dude. That was up 30,000 people from the year before, dude. So this is no joke, this like getting sober and being of service. And anyone who's, who's early sobriety realized that your mission, you have a mission and it's to save lives, dude. You're, you're not getting sober just to like sit and twiddle your thumbs and be useless, dude. You're getting sober so that you can be there to save someone's life who needs it, dude. And the first life you got to be willing to save is your own, dude. So please call the uh, AA central office in your community. Call a friend. Call another sober person. Just call someone if you're suicidal. And, And if you suffer from any of the other bedevilments, overeating whatever gambling sex there's there's a 12-step group for you out there too just type it in whatever anonymous and i'm sure it'll come up and um you know we are the solution to our own problem as a as a collective like no one's coming to help us dude except us so remember that man and As I always say, the most selfish thing you can do is not ask for help. If you truly want it, the first thing you can do to be of service to another human being is reach out and ask for help, man. So again, please, especially if you're suicidal and you're suffering from mental health, please call for help. Please talk to someone and don't eliminate yourself because you think a permanent solution for a temporary. This is all temporary, man. There's nothing here that's that's that gnarly, dude. I get it. It seems like it, but this too will pass. With that said, God bless you. And uh, I, for, uh, I forgot to do the serenity prayer when we started. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank you for being here. God bless.